Hello, everyone. My name is Oksana. It's Road to Edwards, Weekly Edwards Insider, the 44th. We deliver the news about the creation of our project Edwards. And Tokugawa-san, could you please open the session? Yes, uh, thank you, Oksana. Uh, hello, everyone. This is Hiro Tokugawa. Now, uh, we're approaching the end of the year. Uh, shocking, isn't it? And so uh, for the next two sessions, I would like to do the uh, wrap up uh, for this year. It's about the uh, nature of Tokugawa civilization. I may have uh, touched on this several times, but um, I would like to condense it a bit. Um, you see, um, there are several things uh, that are said about Tokugawa Japan all over the world and also to some extent inside Japan uh, that are uh, frankly like legends, okay, rather than historical fact. Uh, the most important is that whether the Tokugawa ever closed the country, you see, and uh, this uh, you read British or Jewish sources, uh, they're very much in favor of the uh, Meiji Empire. So, so, so I mean, British people really call Tokugawa Japan like the Dark Ages. Yeah. So they they still do, and uh, so 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 many fiction they made up. Uh, they were sponsoring uh, Imperial Japan to work as their henchmen in East Asia, so uh, that's why there are so many wars. And uh, so we were like a, a peninsula full of the Gurkha soldiers of Nepal. But anyway, uh, so the but what information was coming in and foreigners were visiting not freely but uh compared to china or uh even more so compared to korea we had a much more open system and most importantly uh we were very eager well uh, tokugawa japan was very eager to collect information from abroad uh, all the advanced learnings came in and also what we should not uh, get wrong is that until about uh, 1800, uh, well, yes, until about 1800 and possibly up to the uh, Opium War, uh, East Asia was much richer, China in particular, uh, compared to uh, Europe. And uh, in most learnings, uh, China was the most advanced country back then as well. India was being eaten up by, by the British and the uh, Islam world was going downhill for a number of reasons, uh, especially because after the uh, after Columbus, uh, the Central Asian trade route has lost significance and that led to the decline of Islamic civilization. Right, so, but at the same time, it is true that uh, no Japanese was allowed to leave the country during Tokugawa times. And so this gives uh, the impression that it was a closed system. But uh, Japan itself uh, during this time was very much open to trade. Uh, so much so that, uh, well, we were almost, Japan was about to run out of gold uh, circa 1700. So, uh, so what was the reality is that, you see, Japan had its really, its first total war uh, between 1592 and 1598, immediately before the Tokugawa, by Toyotomi Hideyoshi and his, well, I call it the Regency government, as he was an imperial regent. Region, regent. And, uh, and 150,000 Japanese soldiers crossed the uh, Tsushima Strait to fight in, uh, in Korea. Now, I've repeated, uh, I've mentioned this repeatedly, but as a result, Japanese culture changed. That's more than 1% of the population. So throughout the Tokugawa period, um, many Japanese men uh, wanted to go abroad to fight. 
And that's a custom that continued until the uh, 1640s. You know, one Japanese, uh, Yamada Nagamasa, even became like a provincial governor in Thailand, Ayutthaya dynasty back then. So, so uh, and that kind of story would go, come into Japan, then so many would have wanted to go abroad to fight. And then fight, get succeed, get rich, and eventually come back to Japan to become a daimyo. Okay, so which meant that uh, there will never be peace or stability in Japan. So uh, Tokugawa shogunate had to close the borders, getting out of the country. You see, so the Japanese, all the Japanese uh, commoners were kept in this very managed, managed informational environment, should I say? So, which is not very different from today's Japan. You know, very few Japanese uh, rely on foreign sources for information. We have very limited imagination about the outside world. It's very much stylized. But this is a tradition, and this is uh, partly because uh, we have to, the Japanese state of today has to overcome another major war, uh, the war for the dominance of Asia from 1931 to 1945. Because uh, for many soldiers, uh, we were doing pretty well on the Chinese front. So uh, how to get rid of that memory was the most important theme for post-war, the post-war Japanese state. So, uh, so what I'm trying to say is that maintaining the peace depended on um, keeping the people inside of Japan. And they were persona non grata all over Asia, which was dominated by Chinese merchants. Uh, so, and trade was very important. So uh, naturally, we could not let Japanese commoners go out, get out of the border. So this is the nature of the uh, so-called uh, policy of insulation or of closing the country. You see, it's not about the regime, but it was more about ordinary Japanese people. They were too ambitious and too violent uh, to let out. So, uh, so in a, in a sense, the shogun was like a warden of a huge prison in a way. Okay, and so I think that's enough for today. So uh, thank you very much, and see you next week. Thank you very much, Tokawa-san. And uh, next, JJ, could you please join us? Sure. Thank you, Oksana. Hello, everybody. As you can see, we are facing the winter season in crypt space. All of the uh, crypt holder is disappointed to see uh, the current current price moving. And also, uh, Binance has maybe some problem of you know being investigated by uh, US side. Uh, the Department of Justice is interested in uh, anti-money laundering or something done in Binance. So they said uh, we we could we could we could we would say we could attack a Binance and then uh, uh, a lot of cash outflow uh, you know realized by Binance side. So the crypto holder is seeing this situation and then maybe they move their a lot of funds to their personal you know cold wallet. So that uh, I think the price is a little bit moving down and down. And then, uh, you know, the market condition is, looks so bad. But in fact, basically, the funds uh, once came out from sex side, sex means centralized exchange, then no one wants to sell. And then the liquidity is going to be low, means the price is going to be more stabilized. So we believe that I think this winter season is going to be uh, in that, you know, all the transition. Uh, transition period to be a spring spring season. And then uh, I, I think in my personal point of view, the spring is coming in 2024 
because it's a you know a huge event. Uh, BTC Bitcoin has uh, the, the you know the half depression period. How to say? Hangenki uh, in Japanese. And then after that, after we have Hangenki, then BTC is going to be up. So I think 2024 is going to be the beginning of you know booming of our uh, market condition. So I hope it's going to be settled down. Anyway, uh, you know, uh, even uh, the market condition is bad. We have to create the metaverse and gamify as well. And currently, we plan kind of uh, basic principles of game. And then I, I assume that our advanced gaming is going to be like uh, MMORPG, which has uh, many types of, you know, mini quests so that uh, a lot of users can enjoy uh, how they can strengthen the character to be more stronger. And then we call it, of course, Daimyo. You know, the beginning, we just start with uh, the avatar of uh, Ronin. And then this Ronin is going to be up and up. We, we're supposed to have 10 types of class uh, from, from Ronin to Daimyo. And then uh, the you know player can enjoy how they can uh, educate and nature the, their avatars, uh, you know, by fighting to the enemies or evil spirits or something like that. So I think uh, this gaming is going to be like MMORPG, and also uh, some of the space is going to be mini quests like uh, I don't know, of course, sumo wrestling or soccer game. But all of those uh, quests is going to be related with uh, the main MMORPG field. So uh, we are going to define uh, what's, what types of gaming is coming in Edubus, uh within a, a couple of weeks uh, after we discuss, after we discuss you know, the rules and principles. And also, uh, we are really about to launch the product test version one so that maybe you can enjoy inside Edubus. I, I think this you know, gardening and Edubus, you know, some spaces just in front of Edu Castle, really, really amazing, incredible quality. So stay tuned, please. And then uh, I hope we can do as much as we can to, you know, uh, launch our product version by this year end. So yeah, that, that's enough from my, my side. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much, JJ. Yes, everything looks incredible. Like me, me as well. Like uh, last monthly insider, we have checked the videos. <laughs> yes. Thanks. We will do. We will do. Thank yeah, you. Great. Thank you. So Mitsushi, could you please join us? Okay, thanks. Uh, last week, last Monday, we took part in an event called Web300 held in Trunk Hotel in Shibuya. I saw a lot of people joining the event. And uh, Dominic uh, had a presentation about Edverse. I seemed a lot of people paid attention to the project because a lot of uh, you know a lot of, a lot of crypto projects there didn't have an actual product in place. So we were one of the few um, project teams that had an actual project at the point at which we showed the high quality visual of avatars and of Edubus world. A lot of people uh, seem to have got excited about our project. So it, I think I saw and felt a great harbinger for the future of these projects. And also interestingly, uh, I saw the combination of young entrepreneurs and also uh, uh, experienced veterans from traditional companies in that event. So I think Web300, that event actually breached the generation gap between a young uh, entrepreneur and experienced veteran, veterans from traditional companies. As I think it's very important to focus on not only uh, young crypt, uh, crypt people, but also 
uh, wider wider range of generations and business people, and also uh, representatives of traditional companies. I, th I think that kind of uh, collaboration is very important. So I think we did a great job to appeal uh, and approach uh, both of the demographics in that event. And also, uh, we sort of distributed the pamphlets, reflets of Ediverse in the venue. A lot of people repeatedly ask a lot of questions about Ediverse. So uh, it's, it is great that we can have that sort of uh, crypt collaboration with different kinds of projects. Uh, moreover, a lot of companies announced that they would sort of eventually develop uh, metaverse projects, but many companies don't have an actual product and service to show to other people, but we have uh, many materials already. So I think it's great that we started development much earlier compared to other competitors and companies. So we have great advantages right now. I think that, that kind of sort of actual visual material is our strengths and weapons that we can leverage to further accelerate our growth in the market. That's what I felt at the event. So we'd like to sort of further make uh, take advantage of this kind of opportunity to accelerate the project. That's what I felt. Uh, that's all from me today. Thanks. Uh, thank you very much, Mitsushi. And I, I know Trunk Hotel in Tokyo is a very popular place for NFT. True. Like uh, like people from Metaverse and NFT collectors. Like there are a lot of like parties and events like going on there. Like, yeah. Great, great news. And Dominique, could you please sum up today's session? Yep, hey. thank you. Uh, yeah, we attended uh, Web 300, the big event in Trunk Hotel in Shibuya last week. Um, many people came, actually. Yeah, as she mentioned. Um, and then, yeah, our project must be really yeah, paid attention, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, our project is actually really uh, now um, to realize um, and also the very, very with high speed. Um, last week, uh, monthly inside data we announced, and after that, you know, we launched the uh, uh, Unreal Engine Five and the Edo Castle grounds in public. And before that, actually, that we just only launched just for the uh, white risk address members. But um, I I believe that many people just yeah check the teaser about Unreal Engine Five Eliverse. That was really beautiful. And also, I think we will launch very soon um, that uh, Unreal Engine Five Eliverse landscape with Avatar. And that's also I think you can check the movement of avatars. And also uh, uh, how realistic they are. That's really, really great, actually. And then uh, we will see that in alpha versions, you know, um, that you can just uh, just get into the Airbus as an avatar. But in this is the alpha version that's not in the public. But now I'm really looking forward. Just we see it, it really sort of exciting. Yeah, so game just this is very early stage, but it, it's going to be very good, actually. And then uh, we now in the progress of the land NFT sale and Katanas. And then um, just uh, for the uh, notice that for Katanas, uh, only one address can buy on the 50 Katanas. And the people just you know, uh, just at the little realize that you know, the, if just somebody want to just buy more than 50 Katanas uh, for one account, that it's going to be stuck. 
yeah. So um, please change change your address in the yeah wallet address, and then the buy more cartons. Um, that that that's going to be very very precious. And we have a lot of ideas, as GJ uh, mentions, uh, uh, about games. And then we had a lot of discussions at the many different kinds of games that actually we just tried to make it. And then uh, some, 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 of the, some of those uh, are launched probably in the end of next year. So, uh, and also before we do that, um, uh, uh, Metaverse game in Edelbus, uh in uh, end of the ne next end of the next year uh, before before you do it now we're gonna just uh just offer you uh it's a many kind of interesting game just on uh in a real uh, realistic term just with uh uh the real ends and and the digitals and that is actually as, as I just mentioned uh, uh the Tokugawa hidden treasure uh just finding Tokugawa hidden uh, treasures. That'll be very exciting too, because this is in the connect with the older regions of, of nationwide Japan. Um, you can just you know, go into, you can travel to the uh, to the region, any kind of region that you might find a Tokugawa hidden treasure, and then you get a treasure. The probably I think it's a lot of carbons in the, in your wallets. Yeah, and I, I hope that I I want to just you know, find it too. But that project will start next year. Um, and then please find, please go somewhere just in Japan, and then you can just find it's a uh, it's a great treasure. Um, and then um, we have a, a lot of uh, regional the branches actually in Edo Edo city is called Han. It is the Daimyo Mansion. So we have a lot of events in the Daimyo Mansion in the future, uh, just to promote the region in Japan too. And then uh, we uh, now everybody actually might be actually very sleepy because of the World Cup uh, just finals actually taking place the last night until <laughs> 3 a.m. In, in Japanese then uh, uh, Japanese time. Um, it's uh, actually we uh, made a partnership with uh, Edo United uh, is which is actually still the J7 team that you know we are just supporting it. And then uh, that uh, we're going to just make us the soccer stadium in uh, uh, Tsukiji areas. It's going to be a very big stadium, soccer stadium. And the Edo United is a real team of the soccer team, professional team. Uh, is uh, the home ground will be in Edo. That'll be also very exciting. And then um, we, we we're going to just make some of the, a lot of rules of a dojo in. Uh, 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 in uh, Ryogoku is actually Konishiki is will be actually you know, called by Konishiki as an ambassador. Uh, we have a lot of sort of connection. The many things are going to happen just in uh, in, uh, in Edobas in the futures, even just in our real games before the real game starts. So please just uh, wait for the next year that, that uh, you will see the many many games and also many exciting events in Edobas. Yeah. Please wait for that, and thank you. Uh, thank you for just uh, the listening the, uh, this year's. I think this is the end of the end, yeah, towards the end of the years. I think um, I'm very happy that that yeah. uh, we we are now just coming. We are now just realizing. So far, yeah, uh, it, it's it's very sort of beautiful landscape now. So um, Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year. Yep, thank you.
Thank you very much, Dominic. Yes, it was very, uh, like, you know, like the year full of events, like the birth of Edwards and the project. And yes, thank you everybody for listening and supporting us. Like, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody. And uh, goodbye. We will meet next week, I suppose. Yeah, next week. What? Next week? Yes. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> goodbye. Okay. Thank you.